Well, 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 welcome to the Purple Stuff Podcast. Starring Jay from Sludge Central and Matt from Dinosaur Dracula. like this time of year matt what's that jay those like vans and trucks that put the reindeer ears on the sides of their vehicles really is that your favorite thing about this time of year it might be my favorite yeah why don't you do that i don't think it's exclusive (laughs) for the big cars i don't think you have to like meet some sort of length requirement to put reindeer antlers on your car (laughs) can you imagine the world that we live in where we could drive around like to target and witness such vehicles passing by with these reindeer antlers popping out? Yeah, I mean, you got to look at it like this. 2020, there's a pandemic. Uh, We're heading towards a major recession. It's a terrible time in the world. But you can see reindeer antlers on cars when you go to Target. It's like every day is the Thanksgiving Day Parade on any street corner in America during this time of year. Okay, you can see that, yeah. (laughs) So what do you like about this season, Matt? I don't know what I'm going to answer with, but I hope that I'm as passionate about what I like as you are about what you like. (laughs) Um, Well, fittingly enough, it's the freaking music, Jay. Of of course it is. Absolutely. Speaking of reindeer antlers on cars, like when you're driving around at this time of year, like I was saying, the world sucks. You forget all of your troubles for a little while oh. when you're listening to Christmas music. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When you're looking at these cars and you're whizzing by on the highway. We're still on the reindeer antlers, they see. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to have the Christmas music while you see that visual. You know what I'm saying? Or else it's not happening. You're no, just... I mean, you, you wouldn't want just like contemporary rock when you see the reindeer antlers. Like, <laughs> you you want to hear, I mean, if it's contemporary rock, it's got to be Bruce doing Merry Christmas Baby or something like that. Merry Christmas, baby. That's the one. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So the music, right? Music, yeah. Love it. I'm a big music guy. You know that. I'm always at the concerts. Oh, me too. Yeah. (laughs) You're the one standing uh, up against the concrete wall by the jukebox. You got that swag. That's the way I picture it. Kind of, you're you're James Dean. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've been compared to him from time to time. (laughs) And I guess, yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) I want to drop some facts on you, Matt. Okay, drop some facts on me, Jay. Our Christmas song show on the Purple Stuff podcast, okay? 56 songs we've talked about. Wow, how many volumes are we at? We're at number six this evening. Number six. Wow, that's a lot of volumes and a lot of songs. Another fact is that there is one person on the show who has repeated a song. Oh, no. (laughs) By a different artist, though. So there was the original and then a remake, a cover. It had to have been me. It was you. Uh, (laughs) Do you remember what track? Let me think. Was it Little Drummer Boy? That is incorrect. Oh, um, (laughs) what was it? Christmas Rapping. By uh, the original waitresses and the Spice Girls. Yeah, I remember the Spice Girls entry was from last year's Christmas song show, and you just were so <laughs> thrilled with that pick. <laughs> Man, I thought it was going up to like bat to like hit like the clear homer with that one, <laughs> and you were just like. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> All right, so moving on, um, I also want to mention this because I think it's really cool. On these Christmas songs installments, which we love to do, we have touched upon the likes of Star Wars, Pee-wee's Playhouse, 
Tales from the Crypt, Christmas Vacation, Batman, The Grinch, SNL, Smurfs, My Cousin Vinny, The Flintstones, The Muppets, TMNT, Rankin Bass, <laughs> Chipmunks, California Raisins, Diddy Kong, The Glow Friends, you know, it goes on and on. The classic list of holiday artists. <laughs> it's like a time life advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, it's not the, actually the, the, them we're just talking about them picture picture that like two minute infomercial with the fuzzy holly background and them <laughs> scrolling the list of artists <laughs> <laughs> the teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> uh. so tonight on the purple stuff podcast number six number six i have to be honest this was tough for me really i don't know how it was for you like we have, re I mean, like you said, 56 songs so far. That's 28 each. I'm well past my obvious ones, is what I'm saying. If you look at the list, the early shows, we tried to get in those obvious ones because we wanted to have that starting point. And you got to do the big ones first. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, it's so funny because we've been doing this so long that the picks from our first volume, to me, they're so passe now. Like, yeah. I hear a Band-Aid on yeah. when I'm in the car. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this. Yeah, but I'm going to listen to 1010 Wins for a minute. Yeah. First show, it's just like the most obvious stuff. You can <laughs> hear it Jingle Bells yeah. by Burl Ives. Or the Tabernacle the Choir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the rockin' hit O Tannenbaum. <laughs> oh boy. I actually had a really easy time, surprisingly easy, because we've done the obvious, we've done some obscure, and now we're gonna go even, I think, deeper a little bit. Oh, Do you wanna yeah. you wanna go deeper? <laughs> Let's go deep, real deep tonight. Deep cuts. Yeah. Who's gonna go first? Uh let's see. I think you should go first. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm up. <laughs> All right. Number one. Let's have a good old fashioned Christmas down on the farm. A little overeaten never did you any harm. Let's open up the presents, eat a turkey or two. It's a good old fashioned Christmas. And that was a good old-fashioned Christmas performed by the Arbuckles at the end of a Garfield Christmas, the 1987 TV special. <laughs> what a way to kick things off here. I know you are the biggest Garfield fan going, so I apologize for stealing this pick right from underneath you. <laughs> Just before we even get to the song, of all of Garfield's holiday specials, this one, definitely my favorite. Really? So you like this better? than the Halloween adventure. The thing is, next October, I'm gonna say that the Halloween one's my favorite, but just know I'll be lying. It's this one. <laughs> so the good old fashioned Christmas, I remember disliking that song as a kid. I mean, I can't say that a uh, 45 second country jam is really something that uh, appeals to me. But I wanted to bring up a Garfield Christmas, and this is my way to do it. Garfield Christmas. Grandma Arbuckle, Jay. Come no, on. Come Are on. you with me, Grandma? No. I just don't like that they yodeled in it. Actually, uh, in, you mentioned the yodel, and, you know, kind of a spoiler, but I wasn't planning to end this section uh, no. right <laughs> by making you... Oh, do God. that yodel. I, but I I am I belong to a uh, a staunch against yodeling campaign. No, you're just being bashful. <laughs> I've seen you do some crazy things in the karaoke market, Jay. <laughs> There's no way that saying yodel lady <laughs> that's not beyond you. <laughs> it's apparently beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> Good. 
<laughs> can we can we have it one more time? No way. That's all you get. No. Well, they no. they do it twice in the song. No. no. Then we're gonna we'll we're gonna cut it right here. <laughs> then we'll paste <laughs> it again. Okay. kick things off on my side tonight for one of my favorites from 2018 and that was the christmas chronicles but uh, this song the spirit of christmas appears in the sequel the christmas chronicles 2 which is a fantastic brilliant name yes one of the best names (laughs) and i'll admit this is a good song it's a great song right so kurt russell in these movies plays santa claus and i just think he's such a badass santa uh he's a very hard-nosed streetwise santa <laughs> so i'm reading your script here you, you wanted me to call him a hard-nosed blue-collar streetwise santa i i those words never came out of my mouth i don't even know what those words mean okay <laughs> So uh, this song really is you in a nutshell because it's a mixture of a black comedy with Kurt Russell and it's by Darlene Love, who you are kind of quietly obsessed with. She is the queen of Christmas. So in this scene, Darlene Love plays an airport attendant. Everybody's pissed because the flights get canceled. So she wants the spirit of Christmas to kind of bring everybody up and brighten their spirits. Kurt Russell comes in, and it's just holiday magic. Correct me if I'm wrong, this is an original song? It is, by Little Steven, Silvio from The Sopranos. Oh my god. Now you like it even more, right? Oh, I love Silvio! (laughs) I do too. (laughs) What a a dream trio that is. Kurt, Darlene, and Silvio. Let's go even further, step further. Mm. The movie is directed... By Chris Columbus, who you know is the writer of Gremlins. Yes, I mean, I, I the know director him from, of Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, I know him from many things. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. And it's funny because I've seen the first one, not the second one yet, but I did see that in the second one, he's even more involved. Yes. So I, I'm guessing that's even more Chris Columbus y. Yeah, it's literally like Gremlins meets Home Alone and all these other things mixed together. It's so cool. Oh, that sounds terrific it is it's so awesome if you put all that in a blender and you made it a christmas thing that's what these movies are and i also just love that we are living through this kind of darling love renaissance oh it's fantastic she's all anyone's talking about anymore <laughs> i'm not being facetious she was even at the macy's parade this year i know in my dreams <laughs> <laughs> you do love her. This, uh, you know, you mentioned that we had done six volumes. I think Darlene Love has come up in seven of them. You bring her up twice per show. I know, because here's the thing. This is what I love. Progression, right? Mm. So she did the Phil Spector Christmas album, right? Yes. And those songs were huge classics, right? And then she has All Alone on Christmas, which she did with Little Steven. So this is kind of like the sequel to that. So it's almost like a third part, actually. It's like Jaws 3 of the Darlene love scene. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Wasn't expecting. When you started explaining things, I wasn't expecting the finale to be you comparing Darlene love to Jaws 3. (laughs) But you get me. I do get you. Yeah. I do get you.
number three. My second pick is Winter Wonderland, as performed by Leona Lewis back in 2013. Leona, Jay! Ha <laughs> ha! Leona! I was very impressed with this pick. I'm glad to hear you say that, because if we're going to be truthful, I've been flirting with putting this one on the last few Christmas shows, and the only reason I didn't is because every time I brought it up to you, a lot of ambivalence coming my way. That's not true at all, because I was actually going to tell you that I got this album when it first came out. Oh, so maybe you were just feeling like, you know, you wanted to project this kind of macho image. Didn't want me to know. <laughs> no, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here. I got fucking posters off of her in my room. <laughs> that's so not true. Yeah. Like that you, you've you heard my iPod in the car, that the crap that comes up on there. <laughs> well, I mean, if it, I think there's a better than 50% chance that your next pick is actually going to completely <laughs> nullify my argument. So we'll get there. I have no special angle for this one. I just love the song. I don't know really much of anything about Leona Lewis. Like she's British. I know that. And she's been very successful. But she's got pipes, Jay. Yeah, she sings in the same orchestration the way they did the Darlene Love version of it. I can't, I can't even guess <laughs> at what that means. <laughs> I did read that she has a four-octave voice. I don't know what that means either. Oh, like Octavia. Exactly, for, like Octavia. From yeah. ancient Rome, of course, is what you're talking about. And He-Man. Oh, of course. Now, you're not talking about the famous ancient Roman. You're talking about the fucking octopus woman from She-Ra, Princess of Power. Oh, as if one is lesser than the other. <laughs> I, I didn't say I, that. You should, you should not say things like that. <laughs> I, that's not where I was going. So I have to say, this might very possibly be my favorite Christmas song of the last 10 years. Very Listen, big anthem yeah, of a song. That's maybe an exaggeration. Maybe you want to rethink before you say things, just in case. Okay. I'm, no, just, I, I'm I, just saying. The last 10 years, <laughs> that knocks out all but like three of the songs on my playlist. Okay. So this is really top five for you, at least. Of the last 10 years. I really love it. It's uh, it's so... <laughs> it's like a party song. I know it doesn't sound like me, but I just like it here. It's not a party song. Are you kidding? It's just nonstop energy. It's a big ball of fire, Jay. <laughs> Everything would be melted if it was a winter wonderland and a ball of fire. Okay, fair enough. But you must admit that this is uh, probably the best take on Winter Wonderland, at least <laughs> since Annie Lennox. The Annie Lennox version is just, I don't know if you could beat that one. I didn't say it beat it, but it's the best one since then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm glad we're in agreement well, about Leona I Lewis's <laughs> Winter Wonderland from 2013. <laughs> Number four. Like Scooby-Doo is really scared of freaky ghouls and ghosts. <laughs> but Scoob and me, we both agree that monsters scare us most. <laughs> but a strange thing always happens with Christmas drawing near. <laughs> it's out of sight, cause the Black Knight 
full of Christmas cheer. <laughs> it's Christmas with the monsters, like all the ghouls are here. There's nothing like a bunch of creepy spreading Christmas cheer. Next up for me, Matt, is Christmas with the Monsters, which is a music video that's featured on a DVD compilation of Scooby-Doo cartoons called Winter Wonder Dog. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that pulling a song from a special feature on a 2002 Scooby-Doo DVD would qualify as your deepest cut (laughs) yet. (laughs) This is an obscure selection, but it's perfect because I always like to do those tracks that kind of mix Halloween and horror with Christmas and stuff. Yeah, you usually do one per year. I know you've done Christopher Lee. Yeah, Christopher Lee and uh, the Christmas Witch and things like that. So definitely want to go in that direction here. And I think this is fun because you got Scooby-Doo. They mentioned the Creeper, Dracula, the Snow Ghost. I don't know if you saw the video, but it's just like a compilation of Scooby-Doo clips where the images coincide with the lyrics of the song. I did see the video, and it's not just that they are like building this montage out of Scooby-Doo monsters. They're actually repurposing footage of the gang to make them kind of look like they're singing along even though they're definitely they're not. not yeah <laughs> they're definitely not. They're, not there's nothing christmassy about this video there's not one visual in that whole thing that would indicate that it's a christmas song well, i mean i guess that's sort of fitting because the song has so little to do with christmas itself right but i mean there should have you know what they could have done i mean come on what, what do you want to do like photoshop in some santa hats on the random monsters how easy could it have been if they put some sort of filter over the animation that looks like some snowflakes are coming down over the whole video? That's like Windows 3.0 garbage. Anybody could do that. So tell me, what is this um, DVD about? Does it have anything to do with the holidays? They have like Christmas kind of themes going through the compilation. Not Christmas, but more like wintery, snow related. Right. I assume, is there some sort of Yeti in the mix, perhaps? Yeah, you'll get some of that stuff. I'm into it. Yeah, so I think it would be kind of cool to incorporate it with your marathons. This song, you can listen to it on YouTube. There's a really shoddy version. Yeah. But you ripped a clean version, which is what they just heard. And when you sent that to me, you told me that you made it yourself like 10 times. Because I re-recorded it in my garage. I built a studio. Uh, that's i mean it kind of came off that way like i thought you thought that i was going to try to take credit for it like i was going to seed it across the internet and try to <laughs> say that i yeah i ripped your lime Scooby-Doo wire song <laughs> this is an exclusive bootleg yeah so just to be clear the song you just heard was ripped by jay yeah it's Christmas with the monsters, like all the ghouls are here. There's nothing like a bunch of creepy, sweating Christmas cheer. Number five. And that was Kenny G with Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas from yes. 1994. And the pudding made a fig. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was the lead track from an album called Miracles. It was a miracle that he was brought to this earth. I agree. And Have you seen the album cover, by the way? He's playing the sax to a, oh. like a one-day-old child. <laughs> It's like you come out of the womb just craving Kenny G music. So I'm betting that people who listen to our Macy's Parade shows think we're kidding when we go on and on about Kenny G. Jay, we are not kidding. No. He's the bomb. Amazing. You said something the last time he came up that I think is so true. Unless you are an extremely evolved person, 
Kenny G doesn't start landing for you until you hit a certain age. Like you have to be old. Yeah. There's a turning point in your life where you say to yourself, geez, I don't mind Kenny G. When you're old enough to like make noises when you get up off of a chair, like, <laughs> snap, crackle, and you're, pop. Yeah, you're ready for Kenny G. He's the greatest possible saxophonist of all time, maybe musical artist of all time. I kept thinking to myself, what could make him that much better to be the absolute best? Let me know if I'm out of bounds here. Just try okay. to picture it, right? All you right. Got... So you're going to basically, you're going to do the impossible right now and you're going to improve upon Kenny G. Okay, so Songbird's playing, right? You with me? Uh-huh. <laughs> Animal growls. Demonic screams. Animal growls and demonic screams. Yeah? I wonder if uh, Kenny will approve of this change. This is, I mean, I forgot for a second that this is a song I brought up. Because you would think that the seven minute aside about adding animal growls to Kenny G, like that's coming from a place of passion. I was thinking, would you go to a concert where, let's say, after he's long gone, would you go to a concert where it's, he's a hologram? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> try, just try to keep me out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the only concert the only I would concert. go to. Yeah. Number six. name it uh today i learned that the song has actual lyrics jay this song is a masterpiece it's john williams right i mean the greatest the goat it makes me think of a scene i actually was just recently watching home alone yeah and so i get to that point where kevin is in the church pew and and he talks (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) <laughs> it sounds more like, like John, lawn darts or well, something. Well, all we need is John to score that, and then we got another fucking Star Wars movie. <laughs> so that's the name of the song before you continue. It is somewhere in my memory, right? Yeah. Okay. And so he's sitting there with the old man, old man Marley, and I'm like, oh, man. This is, uh, wow, this is much more sad than I ever remembered. Wow, I'm sad now. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, like, it's a great song, but it doesn't really leave you in a happy place. Yeah, it does, though, because at the end, it's, like, so great that everything works out, right? The old man gets to see his family, and he meets his son again. It's just, like, pure awesomeness. Niagara Falls when that happens, but on its own when you just listen to the song you're not getting to see old man marley's arc conclude mm-hmm. what are you thinking of are you remembering the video games you got from santa or are you remembering the people in your family who have died <laughs> you know what this song could use 
<laughs> Lasers? How about some growls? <laughs> it, needs, it needs growls and lasers. <laughs> yes. All right. Ready? Let's add them. That was Funky Drummer Boy by Thornetta Davis. And I'm going to have to set this one up for you, I know. I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. Well, I had been trying to ID that song for years. Uh, it's heard in a season three episode of The Sopranos. Yes. It's in. Uh, you remember the scene where Tony catches Jackie Jr. getting the lap dance at the oh, strip club? Yeah, naughty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get a little loving. That, yeah. that whole scene. So he's yeah. like. At that point, Jackie is dating Tony's daughter, so he smacks the shit out of him. All well and good. Yep. During that scene, though, the whole strip club scene, you hear this really awesome revamp of Little Drummer Boy, and it turns out it's done by this artist, Thornetta Davis. When this episode came out, like, man, this was, like, such a great episode. But <laughs> I got to tell you, man, everybody I knew, all the girls loved Jackie. From this really? Show. Oh yeah, he was like the heartthrob, and then you get to see he he kind of gets his ass handed to him in this episode. <laughs> oh yeah, he gets completely demolished by. I mean, first he gets a literal ass in his face, and then Tony hands him his ass. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this song man couldn't find it for years. Well, I mean, you needed like the hardcore Sopranos fans to do their dirty work because they'll uncover everything from this show, and they found it. It is Thornetta Davis, still an active artist, by the way. I don't know how successful she's been, but she's been working forever, so she must do pretty well. I was looking at the YouTube comments on there. It was weird because, you know, obviously sometimes you're going to see comments that are obvious, but man, one comment said, this song was once used in the cable TV show, The Sopranos. <laughs> I just like that they say cable TV show. Like, <laughs> there, it I've was noticed... like a, That comment was like a month ago. <laughs> I, there is something going on on YouTube. I don't know what's up. Because I've been getting just tons of comments, and I mean, like, on really mundane videos. Like, you know, here's a commercial for a blender from 1986, and it's these comments just making very arbitrary yet obvious notes. Like, this blender commercial was from Black & Decker, period. And that's it. That's the extent of the comment. So there is some oh my scam God. in the works. It's aliens. They're invading our computer infrastructures. Maybe. I mean, I'm thinking more along the lines of when you click the person's name, you get like misdirected to some website that steals your fucking credit card numbers or something, because there's no other explanation for these, this avalanche of mundane comments all over YouTube. <laughs> this song was in The Sopranos. Avalanche. <laughs> like King Kong Bundy. <laughs> oh, that's right. King Kong Bundy, his, his finisher. Oh, very good. Mm. So this is not a song you would hear like on Sounds of the Season on Music Choice, but I think it's really good. Way high on my list of faves, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. No, don't, don't, <laughs> don't fucking patronize me. This is a moody, jazzy take on Little Drummer Boy. I love moody, jazzy takes on Little Drummer Boy. And Thornetta, nobody has done it better than you. Nobody does it better than Thornetta. <laughs> Ha 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 
That was Funky Funky Christmas by New Kids on the Block. 1989, this came out. Man, can you imagine you get this song and New Jack City in the same year? (laughs) (laughs) So it was hard to escape these guys at one point, and I kind of just gave into it, and I said, wow, this relates to me because you know how I like Kiss, right? Of course, I've seen the photos. Yeah, so when you look at Kiss, the I think the appeal is that you're listening to them and identifying with one of the characters in the band, right? Okay, so, so you're Gene Simmons with Kiss. Right, and for like new kids, I identified with Donnie Wahlberg. So what, Why? Did, what was it about him that you felt a connection with? He was more like kind of, um, you didn't want to mess with that guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it was the new kids. Which one would you not want to mess with the most? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Like, if 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 you had to take one of them on, he's not. I mean, certainly not the first one you're gonna try. <laughs> so yeah, they did a Christmas album. You know, you made it when you sign a record deal, and they say, "Let's do a Christmas album." Yeah, I mean, and it was um. And this is not to disparage the song, but obviously this was such a big cash in on their popularity mm-hmm. at the time. Like this was like, yep. we just put your name on it. It's, it's a license to print money. Exactly. So they didn't really, it wasn't too in depth, but they had a couple of original ones. And this song, Funky, Funky Christmas. Funky, <laughs> Funky Christmas. It's this minimalist track and it just got some drum beats in the background and sort of these rap interludes. It's a lot of rapping. There are so many lyrics in this song. It's just like kind of like a weird offbeat song, but I think I like it in the same way that you like that little drummer boy song. Huh. So you're comparing Thornetta's funky drummer boy to the the new kid's song. No, I'm comparing your love for that song to my attraction to this song. Well, I mean, if that's the case, you are just head over heels with Funky Funky Christmas because... uh... (laughs) So, anyway, Donnie Wahlberg uh, was a writer on this song, and he's a lyrical master. Let me give you some of the lyrics here. Okay. I saw a sight that you just wouldn't believe. St. Nick by the fireplace, dusting off his head with a frown on his face. He said, hey. I said, what? He said, you. I said, what? He said... You left the fire burning, and I burnt my butt. <laughs> I mean, this is pure brilliance, man. Oh, man. Ugh. <laughs> well, I tried to print out the lyrics. I needed, like, a half a ream of paper. Of everything in the song, that's what I had to fucking hear. On Christmas Eve, I saw a sight that you just wouldn't believe. Say Nick by the fireplace, dusting up his booty with a frown on his face. He said, "Hey," I said, "What?" He said, "You." I said, "What?" He said, "You left the fire burning, and I burnt my butt." So now I've learned. You've got to turn the fireplace down so Santa won't get burned. Have a funky, funky Christmas. 
number nine. Oh, the Power Rangers. They're my best friends. Don't be sad, Alpha. You know they would be here if they could. I know, Susie. Anyway, they're helping Santa tonight. Oh, my! Alpha, the magic portal is ready, and it is time to transport the children back to their families. So soon? But... You're right. It is Christmas Eve. Thank you for coming, children. You really made my Christmas Eve a special one. Before we go, we have a present for you. For me? Oh, goody, what is it? Well, give it a hint. It doesn't need batteries, and it will never wear out. And you can take it wherever you like. Hmm, I give up. What is it? It's love. Ah, why, that's the perfect Christmas gift. Let's sing one more song together before you go. We have arrived at my last pick. Oh my god, where we start? What did you think of uh, Silent Night as sung by Alpha 5 and a bunch of children on the 1994 Power Rangers video, uh, oh Alpha's my. Magical Christmas? It was, this is astounding to me. Astounding is uh, the <laughs> very diplomatic <laughs> description. <laughs> Let me start by saying this is a director video. It never aired on TV. It's not even considered canon by Power Rangers fans because wait, okay, I get wait. I just have to comment here. So, I love how they go about deciding canon and non-canon in Power Rangers. Like yeah. this, they specifically say this is not. Listen, Power Rangers fans, this is non-canon. People, well, get I it mean, out of your heads. No matter how much you like it, it's non-canon. I think the non-canon thing was almost like kind of like a legal disclaimer because. If it was canon, just think about the things you needed to accept go on in the Power Rangers universe. There's like 800 different incarnations of Power Rangers, all in canon, and they're like, this one, no way, Jose. <laughs> well, why could that be? Could it be because the story is about a robot being lonely on Christmas and his disembodied master kidnapping a bunch of children to go celebrate with them exactly like it's christmas eve like do the parents know where these kids are yeah it's so weird so basically the whole tape zordon magically teleports like a dozen kids away from their homes to spend the evening singing carols with alpha five and all over there's blow molds like santa claus and frosty the snowman blow molds and they're like use blow molds it's yeah like they told they, the staff bring in whatever you they got were on from my home. lawn they were those were the ones on my lawn that there's I, a fucking uh, sugar bear cereal ornament on the tree oh my god yeah no there's not i'm kidding about that <laughs> but you would believe it wouldn't you yes the thing looks like it was shot on like the same video cameras we got 10 years prior like your family had the old panasonic <laughs> everything is so cheap looking right and when the kids are caroling as they are in this song You'll never see more than two of the 12 of them actually even pretending to sing. Oh, my God. They were phoning it in, these kids, man. It wasn't, I don't know. Phoning it in would at least imply <laughs> that you used enough energy to pick up a phone. They are literally standing in place just looking like they want to go home. And they probably did because this doesn't look like a fun shoot. No, man. it's It felt very weird. Yeah, and I think it kind of reaches its apex during this song that I picked, Silent Night, because at the end of it, it's time for the kids to go home. And instead of teleporting them back the same way they brought them there, they have them walk through this, like, smoky white room. Yeah. And it's like, it comes off, I, I get that it's supposed to be, like, a teleporter, but it feels like Tim Robbins walking up the stairs in Jacob's Ladder. Like, it feels mm. like they're walking into the afterlife. I need to see the parents and the kids discuss like, what, oh, Ma, you'll never believe what just happened. I was up in space with this robot and this hologram guy, and they were giving us <laughs> presents and cookies, and it was very weird. I mean, just in their defense, it wasn't in space, but it was in the middle of some desert. <laughs> it's okay, whatever. <laughs> but everything else you said is true. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's pretty bizarre. And the kids are selling it like it's this weird... Like, they're giving Alpha 5 these big sad waves as they vanish into the mist. Bye, Alpha 5. Bye, we'll Alpha miss you. 5. Silent night. 
I'll be honest, I'm picking it because I wanted to talk about the special. This song is good enough. I wouldn't classify it as a, a top smash that you need to put high on your playlist. I think there's like uh, this whole kind of trend of dipping into the Power Rangers universe. It's like easy pickings, you know? It's like going to that little um, odd lot, job lot. Pick up a couple of entries at the odd lot. <laughs> yeah, whenever, you got, whenever you got four but you can't get to five, you look at the Power Rangers. <laughs> I wonder what they've been up to. It's like anytime, whether you need a color, an animal, uh, a fucking monster, whatever the hell you need, that show's got it. Sharks, vampires, Christmas songs. Time to go, children. Thank you for coming. I wish you a very Merry Christmas. Number 10. For my last pick, Matt, that was Kylie Minogue with At Christmas. And this was an original song that came out in 2016. Uh, very you. Yeah, it's like this pop song. And if you know Kylie Minogue, maybe a lot of people don't. But I knew her as a kid because she did a cover of The Locomotion. And I had like a 45 record of her that I would play over and over and just kind of daydream <laughs> that I was running on clouds with her. Yeah and, yeah, and that's the classic album cover with her, like, in the aerobics uniform, right? The music video, too. It was just, wow. That's what, I had a big crush on her. So that puts her in a pretty exclusive club, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Membership has its privileges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting crowded in that club. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, As you were saying... <laughs> Anyway, Australia um, is where Kylie Minogue hails from. And I love Australia because I love kangaroos. <laughs> this sounds like a second grader's book report. <laughs> Kylie Minogue. <laughs> she comes from Australia, and I like Australia. <laughs> I, I quite like Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's fantastic <laughs> for me like this song kind of like uh illustrates the story of the two jays yeah like there's the tall one in the baseball cap that goes to wrestling events and like roots for the jersey devils and shit like that <laughs> and then there's the other one who waited on a two-hour line to get serena gomez's autograph <laughs> <laughs> and it's the second version that is way into this song But yeah, this one was kind of a throwback to the old school uh, Christmas song. So I dug it. I thought it was fun. Uh, and the opening beat reminds me of Build Me Up Buttercup a little bit. Uh, interesting. I could see that. But now that you've brought up that opening beat, do you mind if I pose you a question? Yeah, sure. So I'm going to send you a link right now. Right. And this is to the Kylie song. I just want to refresh your memory on how it starts. Okay. All right, now I'm going to send you Lou Becker Jr.'s Mambo Number no. 5. Okay. And you tell me, these two are freaking identical. Or at least close. I'm hearing it right now. Wow, this is good. This is really good. Oh, this is like a video game. But do you hear that the songs are very similar at the top? A little bit. Okay, well, that's all I had to say about but it. But I think, what about uh, Build Me Up Buttercup? Or all you've right, never heard me, that. You know me... the song I'm talking about? Yeah, I, the classic song, you mean. Yeah. 
I think that's the one. Okay, let me let me hear it. The Foundations version, I presume. Right? Oh man. Why you always gotta top me? <laughs> Why do you fill me up, fill me up, baby? Just to let me down. I left me around and then worst of all, never thought, baby, when you see you will say But I love you still, I need you. <laughs> That was our sixth Christmas song show, Matt. I don't know if we went completely off the rails, but I feel like we bordered pretty close. Yeah, I think that's a good assumption. Mm. We're going to have to go through and pick our faves. Yeah. This is going to go into the annals of Purple Stuff podcast history, so we have to be careful. All people remember are, are the winners. <laughs> so uh, I'll look at yours? Yeah. All right. You brought... The New Kids Funky Funky Christmas Song. Yes. You brought Kylie Minogue. M. Minogue. Yeah. <laughs> you brought Kylie Minogue's. <laughs> the hell's the name of her song? Christmas. At and Christmas. That song. Yes. You brought the Gregorian chant from Home Alone. Somewhere in my memory. You brought the. Scooby-Doo Christmas with the Monsters song pulled from a 2002 DVD special feature and available no place else. Dug it out, man. Mm -hmm. Yes. You also did Darlene Love and Kurt Russell's duet from Christmas Chronicles 2. Yes. The winner, from my perspective, yeah. is... Can't not pick the Home Alone song. It's got to be that one. Very memorable. It's a very affecting song. It's I can't say it's, it's one. It's poignant. It's poignant and touching. It, like, it well, it touches you every time you hear it, and that's kind of like it's almost like a strike against it because I'm not always looking to Steve! be so. <laughs> you made me think about stuff. Strike one. <laughs> Old Van Marley! <laughs> but even despite that, the, the potential knock, it's so good. And yeah, that's my pick. Home Alone, Somewhere in My Memory by Jean Williams. Nice. Excellent. All right, cool. Let's run down your picks. You had kind of, um, I think, actually, you played it pretty safe this year. You had... Um, <laughs> You had the song from The Sopranos, The uh, Little Drummer Boy. Uh, I'm sure Thornetta Davis would love that you're referring to her top hit as a song from The Sopranos, all while getting it wrong. It's Funky Drummer Boy. Oh, Funky Drummer Boy. Don't disrespect Thornetta like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> By the way, I forgot to mention in The Sopranos that episode they had that singing fish. Take me to the river. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. We had Leona Lewis, Winter Wonderland. Several Leona Lewises. That so, track isn't yeah. just doubled, it is quadrupled. So she's really got mad stock right now. So you'd be smart to uh, go out and buy the CDs. <laughs> yes. The uh, cassette singles. So we had Garfield, The Good Old Fashioned Christmas. Yeah, I mean, let's, there's no way you're picking that. This was like, what, seven seconds? <laughs> it, it's, all, <laughs> it's all in the cell, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I picked this using my memory of it. And then when I went to like research it, I'm like, wow, that's barely a song. <laughs> Fuck. It's, it's literally like 20 seconds. <laughs> so I can't say you're lying. No. <laughs> oh, man. Then we had Kenny G. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Which... <laughs> <laughs> Alpha's Magical Christmas. Man, your lineup was killer. I didn't realize it. <laughs> Alpha's oh Magical Alpha's Christmas. Alpha's Magical Christmas, Power Rangers, 1994. And I am going with Alpha's Magical Christmas. Oh, my God. You, you're really going <laughs> to put this silent night from Alpha's Magical Christmas? Yes. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Do you know who's really upset right now? Thornetta Davis. Because <laughs> if you're not getting ahead of Alpha 5 and the unnamed child's choir singing Silent Night. It's those blow molds. You know what I'm saying? It's the, the blow molds yeah. that are seen in the background. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, well, I mean, that's a good enough reason, I think, to pick this terrible song as the grand champion. <laughs> and then at the end, when it's like an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, <laughs> and then the kids walked into the nighttime sky with the mist, and they were never seen again. If you have any information on this case, <laughs> perhaps it's you. Our champions tonight are the Home Alone song. Yes. Somewhere in my memory. And Alpha 5 singing Silent Night. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was something. Yep. So um, I just keep thinking about the whole yodeling thing. And they got these alpine yodels. Have you seen them? Wow. So I'm not the only one who got high before tonight's show, huh? <laughs> I'm just saying these alpine yodels, you can't find them. They're like super rare. I mean, I can't say I was looking for regular yodels, so I wouldn't know. I'm not up to date on the scarcity of specific alpine yodel variations. <laughs> yodels are those things that are like rolled, like yule logs, but small, right? <laughs> what? I, are you really laughing? I, I, don't, this... I, don't, I don't have a log. <laughs> <laughs> the things that Drake's makes. Yes. Mm. You are saying that you can't find them. Exactly. Very rare uh, snack cake. Alpine. What the? What I mean? What does alpine mean in this? In this case? Oh, is it's, it like it's not chocolate covered? It's like white chocolate, and it looks like it's in the alpine. You know, the Alp from the French Alps. At seven foot four, <laughs> five hundred and twenty pounds. <laughs> the eighth wonder of the world. Andre, <laughs> that giant, you got a Bob Euchre it. <laughs> so you're thinking that if we could only find Drake's Alpine yodels, then yeah. it'll be a good season 2020. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. But man, great year, man. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been one. <laughs> I can't, I, just, I can't get over how great it's been. One for the ages. Yeah. A different kind of Christmas season, that's for sure. But we hope that uh, doing this show, which we've done now for like 18 years straight, yeah. makes it feel a little more normal. Yeah, we want to thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you guys. Somewhere <laughs> in It really did feel like you were queuing it up there. <laughs> and we want to remind everybody that we are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash purple stuff. That's where the bonus shows live. And we had a blast here on the Christmas six episode. Thanks for joining us on the Purple Stuff Podcast. I am Jay from Sludge Central. I'm Matt from Dinosaur Dracula. We'll see you next time and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Got a little like Kenny G going in there. <laughs> <laughs>